0: We have about three hundred resellers. We lost about twenty five uh, you know twenty five percent of our overall base. Uh, naturally, because we're a month to month in a lot of our products, people can easily drop off and come back. The vast majority of everybody that's canceled has said, "We love your platform. We're going to come back as soon as our you know clients can reopen their doors.
1: You are listening to conversations with Nathan Latka. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Kevin Zickerman. He helps digital agencies and MSPs innovate to increase profitability by reselling guest Wi-Fi marketing solutions. Kevin is the CEO of My Wi-Fi Networks, the leading white-label Wi-Fi platform with social data capture, visitor metrics, and marketing automation. Kevin, you ready to take us to the top? I am. How are you, Nathan? I am doing well. So last time you were on the show, man... It's been too long. I think it was uh, April of 2019. You told me you were sitting about 400 customers, had just cracked about a million in ARR, and I love the use case. A Wi-Fi at a coffee shop so that when I check in and sit down to work, they capture my email.
0: Absolutely. And uh, things were, were great, as you know, and then all of a sudden uh, come March... everything imploded and uh i I can actually dive into that so things were rocking we were doing really well uh we're actually slated to be on track for 1.4 this year into january uh things were rocking you know new New year's eve party party party, great you know let's look forward to the new decade and then
1: march 16th you know literally it's on my right there you're good sorry about that kevin we'll we'll edit that out keep going yeah cool i was waiting until he's uh Yeah, I no, keep, keep, I'm here, by the way, just to give you context, I'm here in LA for tech executives and I, we rented this place. And so we're sharing cars and stuff. So I had my car keys on this yeah. on his table. All um, good, yeah. Yeah. So no pick, pick back up, pick back up there.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, everything was great. New Year's Eve hit, you know, uh, 2020, new decade, big, big high hopes and everything. And we were on track to do about 1.4. And then, you know, COVID, we started hearing some, you know, whispers about some pandemic happening and we didn't think too much of it to be honest until march 16th and uh, i should have actually shared a chart here but it was literally like it, you know you you'd think a you know a bomb went off or something god forbid right like it literally like all the traffic went down 86 percent just like that and this is not just north america this is global we have installations in over 52 countries and uh we saw just a massive drop in in overall wi-fi usage. You know, naturally, our Wi-Fi installations are in public spaces where guests gather and dwell, and that was almost illegal in most cases uh, in most countries. So, um, yeah, we got hit pretty hard, and um, you know that has a ripple effect in our business because we don't sell directly to that end user. We don't sell to that you know coffee shop or restaurant. We sell to the MSP or the digital agency that services that restaurant. So naturally, the domino effect happens where hey, they don't get paid. They come to us. Hey, do we have to pay our bills? And you know, we were we were nice and we extended you know three months for a lot of clients. Uh, extended fifty percent off for six months in many cases. Uh, our churn shot up to about twenty. Like we lost about thirty percent of our revenue uh, yeah. alongside our, our everything else. I think that's kind of standard in the industry. We were lucky to maintain a lot of that. Uh, we actually pivoted indirectly to do a lot of work with the Cleveland Clinic, a lot of different uh, you know medical op- offices that remained open that had traffic. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, uh, but. We were able to not only offer uh, great data, but also presence analytics, contact tracing. So a lot of new applications for Wi-Fi marketing. Uh, that's not so much, you know, the old world
1: is not no longer the current world. So we also had to change our product a little bit and how we apply it. So, give us an update on the numbers, and let's dive more into that backstory. Cleveland Clinic, etc. So, so how many customers do you still have today on the platform actively paying? So,
0: we have about three hundred resellers. We lost about twenty five, uh, you know, twenty five percent of our overall base, uh, naturally because we're a month to month, in a lot of our products, people can easily drop off and come back. The vast majority of everybody that's canceled has said, "We love your platform. We're going to come back as soon as our." you know clients can reopen their doors Got it. So, and we're so, seeing that
1: happen slowly so. so 300 customers there and are you still charging the $240 a month on average
0: uh, that's dropped a bit to about 220 uh but in fact hidden in those numbers are two major deals that we've managed to to work on during covid you know everybody thinks covid's you know terrible and obviously it is but you know a lot of small businesses had to close their doors could not operate but the bigger companies we're still operating and you had marketing departments scrambling, figuring out, hey, how are we gonna generate data? How are we gonna like survive?
1: And so we've let, actually found
0: Let's COVID. dive hold on, yeah.
1: let's let's dive into that in a second. I wanna like capture the full just COVID impact first before talking about sort of how you pivoted. So pre COVID yeah. you had grown to about four hundred customers and a one point what one point two ish million run rate, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, post-COVID, and you had 400 customers post-COVID or during COVID, you lose about a quarter of those. So you have 300 customers. And and just in case you missed your first episode, define a customer for us. So a customer is a digital agency or a managed service provider that typically has anywhere
0: between 10 to 50 locations that they manage. So they resell our software. It's white label, so they've slapped their own brand on it and then service their clients with a Wi-Fi marketing solution. Is there hardware you're selling them as well or no? There is sometimes hardware that we that we offer. Uh, it's a low-cost hardware to get our foot in the door, and then obviously uh, have those with the monthly fees. We service that. We offer it. Actually, I have one just over here. So you know, it looks like this. It's a really small device. And we okay. give these to agencies that don't know uh, how Wi-Fi marketing works. But the vast majority of our applications are on existing networks like Cisco or Aruba Networks or Meraki. You know, Cisco Meraki is a big partner of ours. And we layer on top of that existing hardware. So Again, depending on the install, but we do have our own hardware. as a as What an is our
1: Can you just hold that up real quick? So what does yeah, this absolutely. piece of hard what does that cost you to make? So
0: our cost of this is 20 landed. Okay. And we sell it for 39. So we don't really make a big margin on this, but what this allows us to do is give this to an agency, a traditional social media marketing agency that is obviously having a really hard time capturing clients and capturing revenue now, nowadays. So we, Tell this agency, you need to pivot. You need to get your foot in the door. Take one of these devices, simply plug it in. You know, we have it's USB powered. Plug it into the internet or even tether it with your phone. It'll take the data and broadcast a guest Wi-Fi network at that location. And every guest that comes into that location, you can capture their data. So we're telling a lot of digital agencies now, if you've never heard about Wi-Fi marketing, you don't even know where it starts, join our Wi-Fi marketing academy. We'll teach you everything you need to know about how to sell Wi-Fi marketing, how it works. We have these devices for 39 Drop you know, ship to your door, free shipping. Where you can take this and sell it, upsell it right away to a client. Even give it away for free to your local business clients to get them to trust you by generating that data. And what quickly happens is when they drop this in, they start generating big email lists, Facebook retargeting lists. Uh, You know that's gold right now, especially with knowing Uh, your. Kevin, how how many total
1: emails? Like how many? How many devices? Your own devices? Do you have out in the wild right now? We
0: have about fifteen thousand of our own devices uh, in the wild, and we. Layer on top of I would say our, our network of other devices is greater than that.
1: And over the past year, how many emails have been captured across all your customers? Uh, over fifty million. Five zero. Five zero. So that's and effectively that's not only email. It's it's it, sorry to
0: interrupt, but it's it's MAC address of the device itself. It's gender, birthday, uh, you know, a lot of other demographic information. Specifically, MAC address because that's trackable and and assigned to now a profile, a Facebook profile in some cases. So that's very valuable to to other companies that would look at that. And to be honest, we're not monetizing that data at all right now.
1: Uh, Why? Yeah, I mean, so obviously you're selling that cookie data to people and you're getting, you know, retargeting and pixeled and et cetera. You're not doing any of that right now. Why not?
0: No, we're building the library for it. Our focus is 100% on selling to the resellers and having them market there. And, you know, for us, it's all about focus. We're a small team. We're lean, bootstrapped. How many on the team? uh, We have about 11 now. So we downsize a, a bit, but we're actually... We were replacing a lot of our customer support. To be honest, like our, our the lift on net new clients has not been there. So we've actually strengthened our development team, and we brought on two more developers to help. How many? Better, how many develop. engineers? Uh, eight now.
1: Oh, you have eight engineers. Okay, well, wow, so there's only three people on the four people on the team basically that are not engineers. Correct. Yeah, we used to eleven or twelve. Uh, now we're at eleven. 11. Yeah. So eight eight engineers, three that are non-engineers. Interesting. Um, Okay. So, so this makes sense. 15,000 in the wild, 50 million emails sort of captured. So last question here, before I talk about how you pivoted the business and the new customers you are selling to post COVID, why sell the device at any markup? I mean, if you want to get most market share, why not sell it at your cost of goods sold? Why, why build in $19 there of spread?
0: Absolutely. Cause we offered for free shit, like it's free shipping. It's all in, it's literally 39 as you go. Uh, we're not in this to make money. To be honest, we don't really sell these. The majority of our clients do. They buy one of these and they're like, okay, I get how it works. And they go out and they use Datto or Aruba or Cisco Meraki or a more powerful device. This device is great for 15 simultaneous users. It's pocket size. It's great to take it to your meeting, tether to your phone and show a client how it works. It's not necessarily the device you want to plug into your restaurant.
1: Yeah, but you've sold 15. I mean, there's 15,000 of these in the wild. That's 50 per the 300 customers you have. This isn't like a one-time thing. I mean, people are using a ton of these.
0: Yes, they are. Uh, but the power of it is really limited in applications. So you're using this for a kiosk, for a, a mobile application. So even somebody who's installing air conditioning unit and they're parking their car in the driveway, you can actually just broadcast the network. So we have a lot of different applications where people are using this. Uh, we actually are uh, provisioning a new device, so it's much more powerful. It's designed to be that pure plug-and-play. And we are, to be honest, through COVID, our, our mantra has always been through the reseller, channel partner-specific, exclusive. We're about to launch a program at a product called Social Guest, and this is going directly to that restaurant. Uh, not with this device, but with a much more powerful device. Uh, and doesn't, it'll be, doesn't
1: that turn off all your channel, your 300 channel partners right now, if you start going direct to their customers?
0: I think it's going to be more of an inbound play. It's not necessarily their customers. We work with partners that have their own customer bases all over the world. Uh, this is more of like an inbound inbound play on that. I mean, it's a good point. But to be honest, at the end of the day, we also have to generate money where, where it makes sense. And and if a lot of partners and resellers are out there uh, you know, selling this directly, uh, there's no reason why we can't as well in a, in a different way. I think the way that we would sell it is very much turnkey, really simple, generate emails, send a couple emails, very, very straightforward. Our platform, the reason it integrates or the reason it's so powerful and it integrates with a lot of third party tools like HubSpot, FusionSoft. Uh, It's really an open platform. So the agencies that can really make the most amount of money are the ones that go in there. They tinker, they set up, you know, the Zapier the extended integrations. Uh, that's not what our product would do. Our product would be the simple turnkey. It would very much compete with Zenreach and Yelp Wi-Fi, uh, whereas our partners are winning business because they're differentiating themselves with a more uh, strategic custom approach versus a turnkey Wi-Fi marketing play.
1: Got it. So 300 customers each paying $220 per month right now. These are mainly agencies, design agencies, et cetera. Uh, that's pure software revenue, correct? $220 a month each. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're doing, you're about $65, $66,000 a month right now in revenue? Yeah. It's dropped a lot, but we're, we're getting well, back there. I've seen worse. I've seen worse. So it dropped from about $96,000. You lost about $30,000 a month in MRR because of COVID. Yeah. Right. Okay. So talk me through the pivot. How are you trying to recover that cash?
0: So at the end of the day, like our, our product hasn't changed. It's it's still, we're still going forward, but the messaging has changed. I think the whole sales process, everything, the whole world has changed, right? So at the end of the day, we're very much selling this to the same markets that we used to sell it to, but with more urgency. So we're about to launch an entirely new academy where it's really designed to all these digital marketing agencies that are unfortunately had to declare bankruptcy or not having clients. They're figuring out what to do right now. So our product is that door, it's the foot in the door, it's the most important thing for them to do. And the message is, you got to reach out to your local brick and mortar clients. First of all, check how they are, check how their family and friends are doing. Like, make sure that, you know, that's number one in this world. It's people got to be healthy and happy. Beyond that, it's saying, hey, I have a way to help generate data. Once you open your doors, you got to treat this as a grand reopening. This is not like a, just another Monday morning. This is, you know, we're past, if you're in stage two, I'm not sure where it is and where you are now, but stage two, stage three, when the doors start reopening and businesses start welcoming customers again, the customers walking into those doors for the first time are the best customers. I mean, I mean, everybody has their own opinion on the pandemic, but people who are going to a steakhouse to sit down and have a steak are, you know, in essence, risking their lives to eat that steak. And you got to know exactly who that guest is, what's their name, gender, birthday, email to reach out to them personally, via SMS or email, but also to take that to Facebook audiences and find similar people to John, let's say, who comes in to eat that steak Because if businesses don't do that, they're going to die. And if they don't build that list right now, in case there's a shutdown or a wave two, they need to be able to communicate with the people that came to their business when they reopened. Mm -hmm. So that message right there. But you're not selling that
1: message. The design agencies that you sell to are selling that message. So what does your sales pitch sound like to to the agencies?
0: The agency is—you got to pivot your business. You got to figure out. You got to rejuvenate and reinvigorate your agency. Chances are, you lost a ton of your clients. This is a new foot-in-the-door strategy to get you in to generate new business to show value to clients. But how, though, business.
1: Kevin? That's where I'm a little confused, right? You're basically saying, "Hey, COVID has shut everything down. Hey, agency is taking a big hit. I have a new thing for you to make money. You install in physical locations to track foot traffic, which is exactly opposite of the effect COVID. All agencies are moving and doing more and more online, obviously today." I just, I don't get the sales pitch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, think about the brick and mortar business. They're paying rent, right? So it's either they're going to keep paying rent for a reason or they're going to go online only. So we're out of of business or out of business. Correct. But the ones that want to stay in business and that do have a brick and mortar location need to understand that that foot traffic is hyper valuable. It's what differentiates them between the online retailer. The experience of walking into a store and touching, maybe not touching, but looking at a product, building an affinity towards a product is something that, an online store will try to mimic with IRAR. Uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, it's
1: not. Yeah, but ever you have to convince. The same, right? You have to convince the design agency that when they have an hour with the, with the restaurant owner, that they should build in your pitch to the restaurant owner. I'm just saying, of all the things that they could pitch to the restaurant owner, my wi- like this Wi-Fi solution would be, in my opinion, the last thing that they would try and sell them. Consider it's the hardest sale right now, considering all the other digital things they could sell them.
0: Uh, I. I would highly disagree because if you're a restaurant looking to generate like in-person traffic, it's either you're going to give up or you're going to try to make, make it, uh, you make a play, right? I think if, if you go to a restaurant, it's not the only thing. I think at the end of the day, this is sold as a package. It's not Wi-Fi marketing standalone. It never is. Wi-Fi marketing is really that foot in the door to help you generate the data. The data helps you build the loyalty. So for example, we are working with like Great Us as a review management platform. They have a back end funnel. You know, the issue with most review management platforms that operate on brick and mortar locations is that how do we get people into the funnel? The, the whole process could be awesome. You could build a great loyalty program, but it's ultimately down to as many people are, that are in that loyalty program. So you have, you know, bars, restaurants. Uh, it's just a small piece of our clients. Uh, we have like major uh, amusement parks that went live in Europe. As soon as they went open, they're like, OK, we now need to understand who our guests are. We have Airbnbs running this when they have people staying at their locations you got to understand who your guests are not only from a compliance standpoint and, and, uh, and contact tracing, but also I want to build a list of, of tourists, right so it, it's just I, I don't want you to limit the
1: the um, yeah keep going with restaurants. keep going what other customers those are valuable what other sorts of customers are you working with
0: So any like you know auto shops, uh, anywhere like you know car dealers right now, like if somebody walks into a car dealership you kind of still have to do that to buy a car. And while you're there, you want to be able to generate data anywhere that there's a brick and mortar location. So I, I think I 100% agree with you. The last five months has been online only. But now that things open up again and that people are, are out and out, you know, out and, and visiting physical locations, that is now hyper important. And if, if that's not important for the business, then you just close down shop and go online only. But there's a lot of experiences that you need to be there to, to, to live the product.
1: Has the loss in revenue cut? Hey, last time you told me you were profitable, you were printing, I think you said about twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month in profits. Are you now at around breakeven or are you still profitable?
0: We're, we're uh, on the customer break even. We're spending a little bit more money now to invest in our development and infrastructure. Uh, we've had about four different uh, takeout offers during COVID as well, I should mention. So um, not with the valuations I want to be because the mul- multiple in revenue is not where I want it to be. Well, what was the best but multiple you got? Uh, I got seven and a half.
1: Okay. And why do you feel like that wasn't a good valuation?
0: I think it was a good valuation, but my revenue was not where I wanted it to be. And we're doing all that revenue. We're doing about 700 now on, on the hit uh, with no sales team. So I want to build a sales team. I want to grow that revenue. And then I'll take the 7.5 on that.
1: Yes. I mean, 7.5 multiple, where, so, I mean, that's a $5.4 million offer on a company that sh- has shrunk 30% over the past three months. You, and you said no.
0: Yeah, I, we're highly under-indexed. I think the potential of this product is is amazing, and every every, every CEO is going to think that their product's amazing. But I know our position, and I know when we find our clients, how it works. Everything's been inbound. We've done it with no sales team. Uh, I very much, you know, delayed on that sales team because I it's for me the mentality of the product's never ready has been a thing. But now that I know the product's ready, it's prime time. Uh, we're about to launch, I can't really talk about the deal, but a major hardware deal um, that's slated to have us in about 300,000 businesses next year, tier one ISP uh, style. So um, we're, we're growing fast. We have a lot of potential, I think. No, you're not, products. but
1: you're not growing fast, Kevin. You're not growing fast. You've shrunk 30% over the past six months.
0: Well, I think so. Correct myself. We shrunk, so has everybody else. But our trajectory now is growing, you know, pending the 30%, we, we still have a very high trajectory. I'm just
1: surprised if that was a clean $5.4 million, all cash upfront offer, I'm surprised you didn't take it.
0: uh, I want more for this business. Uh, I worked pretty hard for it. And I think uh, we're highly, like I said, we're highly under indexed. We don't do very much marketing. We don't do any sales. And I think that once we do that, I will, um, I'll be back on your show and telling you that I got at least 20. Was it, was it not a clean offer? Uh, It was clean. I could walk in 60 days.
1: And it was all cash upfront? Mm, sounds interesting. And do, so are you the sole decision maker? Do you have any co-founders? No. Got it. Got it. So you own 100%, I own 100% of, of it. And,
0: and yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, I, you know, I might look back at this and be like, you know, whatever. But I, I, I believe in the product. I believe in the technology. And I believe in the market. I think that when you know, like I said, I, I'll gladly come back on your show and tell you how we took this pivot and how we built the sales team and we scaled it to international regions like Brazil, Southeast Asia, uh, South uh, East Africa, uh, we're you know we have a lot of traction in those areas right now, and if there's anything COVID has done, it's like hurry up and wait. I've done countless sales calls in the last three to four months where these are big MSPs. You know they got thousands of locations that they service, and everyone's like, we're sold. We're just waiting for everything to be back to normal, and you know everyone's still waiting. So that that's also why I say that you know, we got people lined up at at the starting point line and we're just waiting for the gun to go
1: off. Very good. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book.
0: Favorite business book. um, I would have to say it's tough. um, Four hour work week still, because um, I have to implement more
1: of what, what uh, the outsourcing and that. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
0: Steely all Musk, man. He's done some pretty amazing things. I'm looking forward to, uh, the brain
1: hookup later this week. Number three, is there an online tool that you're using uh, aggressively to build a company? Slack. I, I hate email. I'm all about now, Slack internally. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Aiming for seven, I almost get it. Okay, good. And situation, married, single kids? Married with two kids. Two kiddos. How old are you? I am turning 40 this year. Four, Congratulations! That'll be exciting. Big four. Oh. Last question. What do you wish you yeah. knew when you were 20? Started business earlier. Same old thing. Yeah, work for yourself guys. There you have it. My Wi-Fi networks. They give local brick and mortar shops a way to capture data, a lot of data on their foot traffic, which you could argue, at least Kevin argues, is more valuable in today's day and age. The company was doing about $96,000 a month in revenue pre-COVID. They dropped a little bit down to about $65,000, $66,000 a month post-COVID, but they've got a lot of big deals lined up. They are bootstrapped. He owns 100% of the company. recently turned down a 5.4 or we'll call it a 7.5X multiple on current revenue in terms of selling the company because he sees a lot of promise with the deals he's got lined up when things start to reopen. We will see. What happens? 15,000 of his sort of data capturing units, his little Wi Fi hotspots out there in the wild. Kevin, thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Thanks, I appreciate it.